It's time now for KORN News Radio sports coverage of Mitchell Baseball. Coverage of Mitchell Baseball on KORN News Radio FM 1013, AM 1490, and online at KORNradio.com. Being brought to you by Poet, First Dakota National Bank, Iverson Chrysler Center of Mitchell and Huron, Aurora Cooperative, Avera Health Central Office, Runnings Farm and Fleet, and Hearing Plus. We now head to the ball field. It's coverage of Mitchell Spring Baseball on KORN News Radio FM 1013, AM 1490, and online at KORNradio.com. Here with the play by play call, KORN Sports Director Travis Krins. It is Mitchell Spring, or excuse me, Mitchell Legion Baseball here. Feels like summer. Let's call it summer. 93 degrees here as we approach uh, first pitch this afternoon. I'm Travis Krins here live at Cadwell Park. It's Mitchell Post 18 taking on Huron Post 7. We'll bring you game one of today's doubleheader first pitch. Only uh, 15 minutes away or less at 5 o'clock this afternoon. This year, the second week of the season, and uh, you can't do much better than Mitchell did in week number one. They're 6-1 and one on the season. We were here last week on Tuesday afternoon when they opened up with a doubleheader sweep versus Harrisburg winning 8-7 and then 13-0. Then Mitchell went out to Rapid City, went 4-1 on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Played five games over those four days. Lost the first one on Thursday uh, to Cheyenne, Wyoming, 4-2. Then came back to win later on Thursday afternoon versus Laramie, Wyoming, 10-0. The pitching was outstanding for Mitchell this weekend. Ended up defeating Rapid City Post-22. The Hard Hats, 2-1 on Friday. And then they beat the same Huron team that they're playing now. They played on Saturday morning at uh, 9 a.m. local time out west. It was 7-1, and Mitchell ended up winning that one. And then uh, last time out on Sunday afternoon, Mitchell ended up beating Rapid City Post-22, the under-17 team, the Expos, by a 5-1 to score. So Mitchell, 6-1 and on the season. They've won four in a row. And uh, just a busy, busy time of the year continues. They'll be at Renner tomorrow for one game at 5 o'clock. And then they're back here at Cadwell Park Sunday afternoon, hosting Aberdeen, doubleheader at 1 o'clock. And we will bring you game one of that Sunday doubleheader uh, versus Aberdeen. I uh, also want to make mention here before we get going with the head coach Luke Norden. Uh, Mitchell Girls Golf did win their first ever Class AA State Championship in Pierre. That went final uh, just around an hour ago. Uh, Mitchell finished 40 over par over the two days, a 6-16 total. Uh, they ended up uh, defeating Aberdeen Central three shots better than the Golden Eagles. Uh, Mitchell on the day. They also uh, nearly broke the school record again. Allison Meyerink, she finished second overall. She was tied with uh, Bryn Huber of Huron. They were both one over par uh, through two rounds. Then Bryn Huber ended up winning uh, on the first playoff hole with the birdie. So congratulations to Bryn Huber of Huron. She's your individual winner this year in AA Girls Golf. And congratulations to Allison Meyerink uh, finishing a close runner-up. Also for Mitchell, Quinn Dannenbrink. She was fourth overall as she shot five over 149 over the two days. So uh, Mitchell, they win it for the first time in their school history, the Class AA Girls Golf Tournament uh, in Pier. That wrapped up just an hour ago. And uh, Mitchell, they should be uh, a decent favorite and a contender coming up here next year. They bring a lot of talent uh, back next year from this year's team. So congratulations to Mitchell Girls Golf, your AA state champs, uh, three shots better than Aberdeen Central. Uh, you can listen or watch and read that article, I guess I should say, on our Facebook page and on KORN Radio. 
Ticketmaster.com. Blake Bros gets the start on the mound. More on him here in a second, but first, we'll talk with head coach Luke Norden. We're back in 60 seconds. You're listening to Mitchell Post 18 Baseball on KORN. It is Mitchell Post 18 Legion Baseball here today on KORN News Radio. Our pregame show continues. Head coach Luke Norton joins us. And a good start to the season. You're 6 and 1. You had a lot of success in Rapid City this past weekend. Pitching looked like they were on point. Uh, what was working with, with the pitching and defense here this past week? You know, we just did a really good job of pounding the strike zone and, and getting guys uh, to swing early in counts. Um, and just getting off the field rather rather quickly and spending a lot of our time, you know, hitting and offensively. And, you know, our, our defense played really well. Didn't have any, um, you know, it didn't seem like the, the entire time we were there, it didn't seem like we had any of those innings that were just really long and, and strenuous. So just uh, a lot of... A lot of balls in the strike zone, getting easy outs. We had a lot of a lot of easy fly ball outs. A couple of games that really helped us out to get out of some innings and a few strikeouts here or there. But guys are just trying to get the ball in play, which was great. And it looked like a great atmosphere. It looked like the weather it was about perfect in Rapid City. And and how were things? You had a lot of teams out there. It looked like a pretty cool thing here early on in the summer. Yeah, you know, with uh, uh, they had a, an opening ceremony thing, and all the teams got out there. And obviously, we don't get to see all the teams with only playing five games, but uh, pretty cool for everybody to to get a chance to be out there, especially teams from out of state, and get to kind of see see what the atmosphere like is out there. And then, obviously, for us to play, uh, you know, a post twenty two and a, a semi night game, you know, when, and before they played Cheyenne, but. That's always a great atmosphere just to play in front of, you know, many, many fans, more fans than uh, we normally get to see anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. that's uh, the number one place we go that draws the, the most fans out of anything. So it's good for our kids to get to experience that. Luke Norton joins us uh, in the pregame show. You've got uh, Huron. You face them there on Saturday, beat them. Seven to one. Uh, how how was kind of your situational hitting, or even maybe uh, when you didn't get a hit? Yeah, I think you see you scored some runs just on some walks and some maybe errors on the other side. Uh, how I mean, offensively, how did things unfold this weekend? You know, we did a we didn't have to call. I didn't have to call very much. Uh, we you know kind of swung away here and there, but we did a really good job when we a couple times when we did lay bunts down and, and get guys over to second. We had a couple of big hits that. You know, right after we laid the button down, that we got a base hit, um, which is, you know, kind of makes me look kind of smart doing those things. But, you know, we did a really good job of running the bases again. We stole some bases. We um, we ran first to third pretty well. Uh, you know, we got down the line on some some balls fast and made made guys throw, uh, you know, the ball, get, get rid of the ball quickly to first base and, and got some errors that way. And we... Mm-hmm. We actually got a, moved up a couple bases on some, you know, some errant throws on pickoff. So just got to take advantage of those opportunities. And then when those opportunities are given, you know, when you get to third base with less than two outs and then driving those guys in just with a, an out, you know, we laid a squeeze down. We had a couple of ground ball outs that, that got us runs too. So, you know, really happy with just um, being being productive with our at-bats. And that was a good way to put it this weekend. 
You got two games versus here on tonight, and then you're at Renner tomorrow, and then Aberdeen on Sunday, and just keep rolling on. Next week looks like a busy week. So how does how do things set up here this week? Looks like your pitching staff and most everybody went six or seven. So how do things set up here this week? Yeah, you know we, you know you never know what to expect going into that that weekend, and you kind of kind of have it planned out where. You have two guys, basically two guys per game. If you uh, can get through that with two guys per game, then you're you kind of fall into line. But then when you have have an opportunity to have guys throw complete games, which you're not a, you're not at all expecting, you know it's it's great when it happens and guys get some rest. But um, you know now we're now we're looking at guys that didn't get to throw at all over the weekend, especially relief guys. So. Looking at maybe um, you know hopefully hopefully tonight that maybe some of those guys can get an, an inning here or there just to, just to stay throwing and then obviously you look at guys that threw um, on Thursday with their schedule out there worked out really really well that we had two games on Thursday mm-hmm. because now to Tuesday um, if we need those guys that started there they can start again with their with their four days rest with the pitching rules so uh, kind of just the way that the schedule works out, the way that I try to schedule the games is so that we don't have those, you know, we always have those four day windows um, that guys have that, that rest. So, uh, you know, we've got another starter that, uh, and Blake Rose are probably uh, didn't get to throw, he threw on Tuesday last week, but didn't get to start a game. So uh, he'll probably get a start tonight and then um, just kind of go from there. There we go, doubleheader tonight coming up next versus Huron. Uh, Coach, good luck. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Mitchell and Huron here for the uh, second time in just the past three days. Again, both teams were out at the Veterans Classic in Rapid City uh, this past weekend. Mitchell ended up uh, beating Huron on Saturday. Uh, That was an early Saturday morning game, uh, 9 a.m. local time, mountain time. Uh, Mitchell, they were ahead uh, 3-1 going into the uh, sixth inning, then kind of Broke things open with a four-run six as Mitchell ended up winning that one seven to one. And uh, for Mitchell, it was uh, Peyton Schroeder threw in an outstanding game against Huron. Went all seven innings on just 67 pitches. Uh, Peyton averaged just under 10 pitches uh, per inning. So that was an outstanding start for Peyton. Had six strikeouts, did not walk a batter, uh, one unearned run. Uh, on five hits. So uh, he was uh, definitely on his game on Saturday. And offensively for Mitchell, he had Peyton Mandel. He was uh, two for four with an RBI. And then also uh, Tyler Sanderson, he was two for three uh, with an RBI and a run scored. And Landon Solick, he also uh, was two for three, scored a run and uh, drove in a run. So uh, plenty of production in the bottom third of that order uh, for Mitchell uh, versus Huron on Saturday. So we'll see uh, what happens coming up here on a Tuesday afternoon. Plenty warm outs, temperatures in the low 90s uh, here this afternoon at Cadwell Park. We're back next with the first pitch of Game 1. It's Mitchell Post 18 Baseball on KORN. It is Mitchell Post 18 Legion Baseball here. A warm and sunny Tuesday afternoon. I'm Travis Krenz, 93 degrees or thereabouts here at first pitches. Blake Bros, righty from Mitchell, gets the start here in Game number 1. In Mitchell Post 18, 6-1, taking on Huron Post 7 here at Cannibal Park this afternoon. First pitch, and we are ready to go to Huron first baseman Ethan Bush. He's a lefty for Huron first pitch. 
is a called ball, outer half. So Bush leads it off for Huron. Their catcher, Jonathan Peterson, is second. And Colby Hofer, their shortstop, will bat third. Uh, Lane Wenzel, third baseman, batting in the cleanup spot. Mason Davis, uh, right fielder, familiar name if you're familiar with Huron. Basketball, football, baseball now for Mason Davis, a right fielder batting fifth. Uh, Logan Ledendecker, left fielder batting sixth. Trace Wentz in center field in that seventh spot. Brady Feenstra, the second baseman, batting eighth. And Jack Peterson, the pitcher, batting ninth. So Peterson, the catcher, and Peterson, the pitcher, no relation spelled differently. 1-1 count here from Bros to Ethan Bush. So one inside. 2-1 now the count, make it 3-1 now the count. Bros, this is his first start here of the summer. We saw him last week on Tuesday pitch one inning in relief versus Harrisburg. Needs a strike here at 3-1. Grounder, two-hopper through the hole, and Waddell went to his right, had a shot at it. But it goes in, excuse me, goes into right field. So leadoff base runner here for Huron, Ethan Bush is aboard. And Landon Waddell getting the start at first base here for Mitchell. A little bit of a different lineup for Mitchell. We'll run through that and their defense. Leadoff single here for Huron. Brings up their catcher, Jonathan Peterson. P-E-T-E-R-S-O-N. The catcher, right-handed hitter. Shows bunt, gets it down. Not a good one, though. It's up the first base line, and it'll be foul. That one was popped up about halfway. Up the line, about a good 40, 45 feet or so. And fortunately for Peterson, it's kind of a no-man's land right there. It does drop for a foul ball. So we'll see if they want to put the bunt on again. Mitchell with their gold tops, gray pants, black and yellow helmets, black and gold hats. This one swinging through. Could be a slow roller double play. Solik to second to Miller. That'll get the force out of Bush. That was a slow roller off the bat of Peterson. And even though he is a catcher, you know, a, a double play candidate, it was such a slow roller to shortstop that uh, Mitchell really could only get that lead runner. So Peterson reaches on a fielder's choice. A 6-4 put out for Mitchell. Dylan Solik to Carter Miller at second. Peterson aboard at first. One out here in the top of the first. Scoreless for Huron. Here's their shortstop, Colby Hofer, right-handed hitter. First pitch to Hofer. Takes it for a ball. Stolen base. He's out. Stolen base by Peterson. Thrown out. Good throw by the Mitchell catcher, Eston Schlimgen. So Schlimgen behind the plate here in game one. And a couple of outs on the bases for Huron. Two outs and nobody on. They've gotten the first two guys on, but Peterson thrown out at second. Here's a 1-0 pitch. This one chopped foul, third base side. 1-1 one one to Hofer. Mitchell, third base dugout. That's the home dugout. Here on to my right, first base side. The visitors dugout. Here's the 1-1 to Hofer. Bros on the mound looking to get through the first inning, facing the minimum. Breaking ball, that one pulled foul. Just wide of the bag at third. Could have been going for extra bases, but uh, Hofer just a little bit uh, early and in front of that uh, Blake Bros breaking ball. Again, we saw Bros last Tuesday. He went one inning, gave up three runs, only one hit, had one strikeout and a walk. 
in that one inning versus Harrisburg. Mitchell ended up holding on for an 8-7 to victory. So Bros trying to add some depth to this Mitchell starting rotation. Did not get to pitch out in Rapid City. Here's a 1-2 count. This one breaking ball again. Chopped foul near the Mitchell dugout. So we'll do it again here at 1-2. and two. In low 90s today, things supposed to cool off a touch this weekend. Mid-80s, lower 80s for Saturday and Sunday. And we'll be back here Sunday at 1 o'clock versus Aberdeen. Here's another 1-2 from Bros. This one popped up. That'll be in the seats here. Some good folks. Good crowd on hand getting off of work. Plenty of Huron folks and uh, some Mitchell fans as well making their way to the ballpark here. Just getting off of work, presumably, after 5 o'clock. Another 1-2. Marathon at bat continues here for Colby Hofer of Huron. Another 1-2 pitch. Breaking ball. Nope. Did not hang on to it. So, foul tip. So, we'll stay in the circle. So, we'll do it again at 1-2. You have Eston Schlimgen, the catcher. Landon Waddell at first for Mitchell. Carter Miller at second, Dylan Solik at short, and Peyton Mandel at third. Another 1-2 offering. Fastball grounder to Dylan should be the inning. Dylan scoops and throws, and that retires. Huron, leadoff single, and a uh, stolen base attempt nullified by Mitchell. Huron, just three guys up in the top of the first. Scoreless through one, Mitchell's chance to strike first. We're back in two minutes. You're listening to Post 18 Baseball on KORN. A scoreless top of the first for Huron as Peyton Mandel, the Mitchell third baseman, leads it off. Swing and a miss as Jackson Peterson starts Mandel off with a strike. Now a one and two count here to Peyton Mandel. The right-handed hitter starts it off for Mitchell. Here's the one-two from the lefty. Swing and a miss on a breaking ball. Strike three to retire Peyton Mandel here at the bottom of the first inning. And Jack Peterson, P-E-D-E-R-S-O-N, Number 21 here for Huron getting the start. He's a lefty. Likes to work on that third base part of the rubber. Strikes out Peyton Mandel here to uh, start off his outing. Here's the other Mandel, Parker Mandel, DH. Also sees a lot of time at first base throughout the season. Swings and misses at that one. So a couple swings and misses early here against Jack Peterson, the lefty of Huron. Oh, one pitch. This one gets away from him. Breaking ball did not do what, it's, what it was supposed to. Well, Peterson leaves that one head high. Now at one and one. Get to that defensive alignment here shortly for Huron. This one uh, inner half. They'll call it a strike. Now at one and two. We got Jack Peterson, the pitcher. Jonathan Peterson, the catcher. Ethan Bush at first base. This one fouled off first base side. Second baseman is Brady Feenstra. It was originally Jackson Matkey, but apparently Matkey uh, twisted his knee in the pregame warm-up, so Brady Feenstra gets the start at second. Third baseman is Lane Wenzel, and the uh, shortstop is Colby Hofer. This one tapped foul third base side, still at one and two here to Parker Mandel. Outfield for Huron, they've got uh, Logan Leidendecker in left, Trace Wentz in center, and Mason Davis in right field. Here's the 1-2, breaking ball left up high. 2-2. Two and two. 
We got Lloyd Jones, your umpire in the field, currently at first base. And Pat Dockendorf calling the balls and strikes behind home plate. 2 2 pitch. This one again fouled off, so a lengthy at bat here in the bottom of the first. Parker Mandel, 6 of 23 here through the spring, inning 261. Scored four times and driven in three here during the first seven games, first week of the season. Looking to get on board here, bottom one, scoreless, 2-2 pitch. Strike three is called. A couple of strikeouts to start it off for uh, Jack Peterson. Two up and two down here for Mitchell. Brings up the All-State shortstop Dylan Solick. Solick hitting uh, 267 here. In this summer, four for 15 as a team high seven runs scored and six walks. Swings and misses at that pitch on the outer half. 0-1. We nearly saw these teams in the uh, spring season. It was the region final in Harrisburg. Mitchell, they did advance to the region final. And they almost saw saw Huron instead of Harrisburg. This one hits uh, the left elbow of Solik, so he'll get on on the hit-by-pitch. With two outs. Now Solik at first with the center fielder Carter Simpson coming up. Huron ended up losing to Harrisburg 2-1 to one in that region semifinal. Huron tied it in the top of the seventh with a solo home run. And then Harrisburg ended up winning the game on a wild pitch. Allowed the runner to come in from third. So we nearly saw Huron and Mitchell in the spring region final instead of Mitchell and to Harrisburg. Here's Simpson, the left-handed hitting center fielder. Swings and misses at that first pitch. They got up. They nearly picked Solik off of first. Boy, he got back just in time. The throw beat him there, but you got to tag him. And, boy, Solik, he did not slide back. He got back feet first, standing up. They had him off of first, but the tag was not there in time. So Solik, great speed, one of the team leaders in stolen bases. He's going to go try and swipe second. And he will. So uh, Solik thought about going on that first pitch, does go on the second pitch, and it picks up second base. That's his third stolen base here of the uh, summer. Mitchell already with 17 steals here through their first seven games. 1-1 pitch to Sibson now with Solik. Solik going to steal third, swing and a miss, and he'll swipe third. We saw him do that in that region uh, semifinal versus Stevens where Solik stole second and third, and he does it here. So four stolen bases on the season for Stolik. Let's see if he steals home. Why not? Let's see, one-two count here. Sibson looking to drive in Solik with two outs. This one chopped foul off of Sibson's feet, so that'll be a dead ball. Still at one and two. So Mitchell trying to produce some runs here early after a pair of strikeouts. Solik was hit on the elbow and then proceeds to steal second and third. There's another 1-2 to Simpson. So one grounder to the first baseman. First baseman Bush will make the play, and that'll be the inning. So no runs, no hits. Dylan Solik left at third, and we are scoreless through one. Here on in Mitchell Baseball, top of second up next. Back in a quick two minutes on KORN. It is Mitchell Legion Baseball here this afternoon at Cadwell Park. I'm Travis Krenz on KORN. 0-0 through 1. Here's Huron leading things off against 
Mitchell starter Brady Bros starts him off with a strike here to third baseman Lane Wenzel. Wenzel, right-handed hitter, hitting cleanup here for here on post seven in game one. Pitch, outer half, they call it a strike, quickly 0-2. A decent first inning for Bros. had 15 pitches, 10 of them for strikes, gave up a single, and nobody got past first base for here on in that top of the first. Here's the 0-2, swing and a miss on the breaking ball for a strikeout for Bros this afternoon. On the first out here in the second. Again, Bros not going to overpower you with his fastball, so... Like a little, took a little bit off of that, and Wenzel was well in front of it there for the strikeout. One out, base is empty here for Mason Davis, the right fielder, right-handed hitter for here on. Once that first pitch, a little low for ball one. Outfield for Mitchell, Lincoln Bates is in left, Carter Simpson in center, and Colin Stang getting the start in right field. 1-0 pitch. That breaking ball drops in nicely for a strike. Evens the count up at one apiece. Have not seen Stang uh, play yet as far as games we've done here on KORN. I also have not seen the catcher Schlimgen. So first time, I guess, for me seeing those two youngsters. Swing and a miss. Davis down to the count here, one and two. Bros looking for back-to-back strikeouts here through the middle of the Huron order to start off the second inning. Here's the 1-2 delivery. So one little low bounces near the plates. 2-2. Two and two. The Huron left fielder Logan Leidendecker, he's on deck. And orange uniforms, white pants for Huron. They got some black stripes near the stomach, midsection, with the gray helmets. Here's a 2-2 pitch. So one lined foul into the net, first base side. Game 2 coming up here around a half hour after... Game one, you can come out and check that out here and enjoy the nice warm weather. 2-2 here to Mason Davis. This one up and in, little fly ball to the second baseman, Carter Miller, lazy fly ball. He catches it, Tyre Davis for out number two. Brings up the left fielder, Lennendecker. In Big Park here at Cadwell Park, 420 to center, 374 to the gaps, and 340 down the left and right field line. Biggest ballpark that I know of in the States. First pitch from Bros. fastball a little high for ball one. And both teams played on Saturday. Mitchell ended up winning that one 7-1. to one. Scored four runs in the sixth to extend their lead. This one fouled back by Landecker, and it's now 0-2. And Huron had four airs on Saturday, so if they can catch it and they can throw it, give their pitcher some help here. They got a shot here in game one. Here's the 0-2 from Bros. So when a lazy pop-up near the mound, near a home plate, Schlimgen, the catcher, going to catch it just in foul territory. About 15 feet up the first baseline. Three up and three down, and one strikeout for Blake Bros. We're through an inning and a half, still scoreless. Back in two minutes, post-18 baseball on KORN. Mitchell post-18 Legion Baseball hosting here on for a doubleheader this afternoon. I'm Travis Krenz. 
0-0 here through an inning and a half. Lincoln Bates leads it off here for Mitchell. Takes first pitch low. Ball one here from Jack Peterson, the lefty on the mound for Huron. Swing and a miss. One and one. Lincoln Bates starting in left field this afternoon has that orange and black bat. And going up there against the orange and black of Huron. Here's the 1-1. Pitch outer half, finds the uh, strike zone, just clips it. Now at one and two. Bates had a very good spring, and that looks to continue here this summer. Bates hitting 350 here, seven of 20 early on. One, two pitch, swing and a miss on a breaking ball low. Three strikeouts already here for Jack Peterson. As he retires Bates for out number one. So pitchers duel here early. And not much uh, even hit out of the uh, infield. I don't think we have had a ball hit out of the infield yet. Here's Mitchell's second baseman, Carter Miller, with one out and bases empty. Checks his swing, pitch outside. Appeal to first, he did not go. Pitch was a ball anyway, so good decision there by Carter Miller. Miller, 3-10, of 10, a 300 hitter here through his first week. Does have a 462 on base. Does have a couple walks to go along with those three hits. Gives this one a ride, uh, pop up to center field. Just got underneath that one a little bit to third base, I should say. Pop up to the third baseman, Wenzel. Another ball hit to the infield. And two up and two down, retires Carter Miller. Here's the first baseman, Landon Waddell. So Mitchell without a hit, their first six guys up. And Huron got a leadoff single. I'm not able to get a hit since then. First pitch to Waddell. Takes it low and inside behind his back foot for ball one. Landon 0 for 7 thus far, but he does have three RBIs and he scored a couple. This one a deep fly ball to left field. Left fielder Lennon Decker makes the catch backpedaling. By far the longest ball we've seen hit here through the first two innings. And Mitchell retired. Three up and three down. So far so good here for Jack Peterson of Huron. Tied at zero, top of three up next, back in two minutes on KORN. Zero-zero tie here, here on and Mitchell, top of the third inning here at Cadwell Park this afternoon. Trace Wentz, center fielder, takes a pitch inside for ball one as he leads off the top of the third here for Huron. Swing and a miss. Blake Bros gets the uh, fastball up there for a swing and a miss. Here's the 1-1. This one rides inside, nearly hits Wentz. He'll get out of the way, and it'll be 2-1. Bottom third of the order here for Huron, 7-8-9 hitters. Wentz, Feenstra, and Peterson, the pitcher, do up third this inning. 2-1 from Bros. This one a grounder, third base side, out of play. Evens the count out, out uh, up here at two apiece, so neither offense has done much. Yeah, Dylan Solick got hit uh, in the elbow by a pitch in the first inning with two outs and then stole second and third but was stranded there. Here's the 2-2. Breaking ball. This one lifted into deep left field. Bates going back, going back, going back. Settles underneath it for out number one. So Trace Wentz gave that a ride to deep left field. In some ballparks in this state, that's a home run, but not here at that fairly deep uh, to left field. One out, nobody on here for the second baseman, Brady Feenstra, right-handed hitter. 
Fintra not originally in the starting lineup. First pitch, swing and a miss, strike one. Originally, we had Jackson Matkey starting at second base, but apparently it twisted his knee in the pregame warm-up, so a late change there to the lineup. Here's Feenstra. Lazy fly ball. Third baseman camps underneath it. Peyton Mandel with the catch. An easy out for out number two. As we're rolling along here, pretty good pace. We're going to get two and a half innings in here in about 30 minutes. Game, uh, game one last Tuesday versus here on. That took some time. That took two hours and 20 minutes. We're looking at a much quicker pace here this afternoon. Here's Jack Peterson, the pitcher. Lefty also bats lefty. Takes the first pitch from Bros outside for ball one. Bros trying to get through the first three innings by facing the minimum nine hitters. Swing and a miss. Count even up at one apiece. So far, Blake Bros only given up the leadoff single and has one strikeouts, one ground out, and five power four pop-ups for outs. Pitch outside, swing and a miss here by the pitcher Peterson at one and two. Blake Bros looking for his second strikeout here through three innings. Looking for another three up and three down inning. Here's the one two. Pitch way outside. We'll do it again here at two and two. Busy week for Mitchell. They'll be at Renner, just north of Sioux Falls, five o'clock tomorrow. Single game to take on Renner. A lot of those uh, players from Sioux Falls O'Gorman on that Renner post uh, post team. Here's the 1-2. Check swing. Did he go? I think he did. He did. Strike three is called. Peterson could not check his swing. So strikeout of Peterson retires here on in order. More scoreless as we go to the bottom of the third inning. We're back in two minutes. You're listening to Post 18 Baseball on KORN. 0-0, bottom three here between Mitchell and Huron. Post-18 baseball this evening on KORN. 8-9-1 hitters here for Mitchell. It's the right fielder, Colin Stang, takes the first pitch for strike one. Jack Peterson throwing up zeros here for Huron. So one swing and a miss on a pitch low. 0-2. I don't believe Stang had a at-bat or plate appearance in the spring. He did pitch a couple of innings and a couple of relief outings, two and two-thirds innings on the mound. This pitch is outside, taken for a ball, now at one and two, so presumably here first at bat for Stang here on the varsity. Here's the one-two pitch. Pitch swing and a miss. Did he get a foul tip? Yeah, he'll get a piece of it, so he'll stay alive here at one and two. Base runners have been hard to come by here on Zad two, but not at the same time, and both of those came in the first, and Mitchell, they do not have a hit yet here through two innings. Mitchell, they're 0 for 6 with a strikeout. To three strikeouts, I should say. New baseball out there for the pitcher. And not much wind either. This is pretty much similar conditions to what we had a week ago. Wind has not changed, or the, the, the weather has not changed for two or three weeks. I feel like it's been 90 degrees or pretty close to it for about three weeks in a row. Wind, some days are windy, some days are not, and this is not a windy day. Here's the 2-2 pitch. 
Swing and a miss on a pitch high and outside. Staying down on strikes. The fourth strikeout for Peterson. Out one, bottom three. Brings up the number nine hitter. Here's Eston Schlimgen, the catcher. Played a couple of games in the spring. Hudson Haley, the normal Mitchell catcher, getting game one off. Strike one is called. Peterson looking for another three up, three down inning. This one popped up. Just over the mound. Who wants it? Second baseman. Nobody gets it. It was a no man's land, and I guess give him a hit. Schlimgen, he'll reach first base. That was it right over the mound. The shortstop, Hofer was there. He probably had the best look at it. The pitcher, Peterson, he was right there. He had the second baseman, Feenstra. They were all within seemingly a foot or two of the baseball. Just a little pop-up over the mound. Kind of in no man's land. So uh, you'll take it however you can, you can get it here with Schlimgen. Now at first base. Top of the order, Peyton Mandel takes a first pitch strike. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jack uh, Peterson's been outstanding. First time through the order. Gives up that little cheapy, cheap hit. Check swing. Does not go. Mandel now at one and one. Catcher Peterson fakes a throw to first. Lemgen back in time. Here's the 1-1. Breaking ball, little blooper in the center field. Center fielder charging left side. Good. Could get a double play. They're going to double off the runner, Slimgen. An 8-3 putout. Peyton Mandel with the fly ball to center. And Schlimgen, he was at second base by the time that the center fielder Wenz caught the ball. So it's an 8-3 double play to retire Mitchell here in the bottom of the third. We're scoreless. Top of four up next. Back in 90 seconds on KORN. Almost halfway through game one of this doubleheader here between Huron and Mitchell at Cadwell Park. Tied at zero. I'm Travis Krenz, KORN News Radio, FM 1013 and AM 1490, and KORNradio.com. 0 0 top of four. Go back to the top of the order here for Huron. It's the first baseman, Ethan Bush. Bush has the only hit here for Huron as Blake Bros gets his last warm ups in. Bros here through the first three innings. Been pretty good. Given up one hit, has two strikeouts, no walks, and no runs. Bros has 39 pitches through three innings. That's really good, and he has 27 strikes. So no uh, no qualms with what Bros has done. He's been pretty good. His first pitch to Ethan Bush. This one a grounder to the second baseman. Carter Miller waits back on it. Throw on to first. Gets him by a couple of steps. One pitch and one out. Bush retired here in the top of the fourth. We had a couple of deep fly balls for both sides last inning, and that's about it. Again, there really hasn't been much of a scoring threat outside of Solik at third with two outs in the first. Here's Jonathan Peterson, the catcher, stepping in. Takes the first pitch low for ball one. You can kind of sense, taking a look at Luke Norton's lineup, who may be in relief in a ball game, depending on 
who the DH is or who's in a certain spot. See how long break bro, Blake Bros can go here. This breaking ball drops in quite nicely for a strike, now at one and one. So if Bros could go six or seven, that's the ideal situation. Here's the one one delivery. This one laced foul, straight back, now at one and two. But you look at Mitchell's lineup, you've got Parker Mandel, the DH. Parker's usually at first. You've got Landon Waddell, though, at first. He's usually pitching, starting. Here's the one-two. This one, a weak grounder to Dylan Solix. Solik's going to charge it. Nice, strong throw to get him, and he, oh, he got him. Nice job. Dylan Solik on the play for out number two to retire the Huron catcher. Two outs, nobody on here for Colby Hofer. So you think, you know, if, if Bros can't go the full seven, who would come in in relief? Uh, Parker Mandel pitched five innings a few days ago. You got Tyler Sanderson. He's likely to get the start in game two. There's first pitch. Inside half. They've been calling that inner half. Colby Hofer kind of steps away from it, but the uh, home plate umpire calls it a strike. 0-1. Bro's looking for his third straight perfect inning, and he should get it. Fly ball in the gap, left center. Left fielder Colin Stang to make the catch. A perfect three up and three down inning. Huron retired. We're halfway through. Nobody scored yet. Bottom four coming up next. We're back in two minutes on KORN. 0-0 here on and Mitchell starting the week off here with a Tuesday night doubleheader. Bottom four, post 18 up here for Mitchell, the two, three, four hitters. Parker Mandel, Dylan Solick, and Carter Sibson. Mandel's first pitch, low and outside for ball one. This one low and outside, but he swings through it. Count even up at one apiece. Parker struck out back in the first inning, so he's 0 for 1. Facing the tough lefty, Jack Peterson here for Huron. Breaking ball right down the middle. Slides in there for strike two. Here's the 1-2 pitch. Parker trying not to strike out here for the second time. This one inner half. Gets away from the catcher, 2-2. Two and two. And you've got Dylan Solik on deck. He stole second and third back in the first inning, so you just need a base runner. That's all you need here. 2-2 two, two count. This one swing and a miss. Parker down on strikes for the second time today. Five strikeouts already here for Jack Peterson. Both sides, no runs, one hit, and no errors here through the first three and a half innings. Mitchell's only had two base runners. One of them was Solik, who's now up. He was hit by a pitch in the elbow back in the first inning. This one chopped foul, just wide a third. And temperature should be a little cooler on Sunday. We'll be back Sunday with game one of a doubleheader versus Aberdeen here at Cadwell Park. One o'clock. Temperatures closer to 80 than 90. That'll be a nice welcome change of pace here on Sunday. 0-1 pitch from Peterson. This one laced into left field, and that'll be a hit for Solik. Solik on base for you for the second time this afternoon. Just the second Mitchell hits. Solik at first with one out. 
There's Carter Simpson, the left-handed hitting center fielder for Mitchell. Grounded out to the first baseman back in the first inning. So let's see how concerned Peterson, the pitcher, is with Solik trying to steal. This one checked his swing. Simpson pitched low for ball one. With Solik with those two steals in the first, you would imagine they are very keen on what Solik can do on the base paths. Here are four stolen bases already in his first seven games. Pretty conservative lead here for Dillon at first. Not going anywhere. Simpson takes that pitch low. Check of the runner at first, and he's back in time again, standing up. Solik gets a pretty good secondary lead once that pitch is delivered. Pitch was low to the catcher, Peterson, from the pitcher, Peterson. In the first inning, they nearly picked off Solik. That one not quite as close, but still closer than I would care for. 2-0 pitch. And this one in for a strike now at 2-1. And, and you got uh, Simpson and Bates, two of your better hitters up. This is a good chance for Mitchell to score. This one a grounder to the second baseman to short for one. Relay to first. Double play. That is tough to double up Carter Simpson. But it's a 4-6-3 double play. Feenstra to Hofer to Bush to retire Solik, Simpson, and Mitchell here in the bottom of the fourth. We are still scoreless through four. We're back in 90 seconds. You're listening to Mitchell Post 18 Baseball on KORN. Mitchell Post 18 Baseball here this afternoon, approaching 6 o'clock at Cadwell Park. I'm Travis Krenz. Scoreless through four innings. We go to the top of the fifth. Here on four, five, six hitters. The third baseman, Lane Wenzel. Wenzel 0 for 1 with the strikeout. That was back in the second inning. First pitch from Blake Bros. Grounder, third base. That's wide for a foul ball. Again, a couple hours ago, Mitchell Girls Golf ended up winning their school's first ever double-A Girls Golf State Championship. That was at Pier earlier today. So congratulations to Mitchell Girls Golf, their seventh win on the season. And uh, that ended up being good for a state title. Grounder to Solik. Nice throw on to first. That retires Wenzel on two pitches as we got a heck of a quick pace here. One out for Huron here in the top of the fifth inning. Here's Mason Davis, the right fielder. 0 for 1. Popped out to the uh, Carter Miller, second baseman. And also for Mitchell individually, Allison Meyerink finished runner-up. She was tied at one over par through two rounds with Bryn Huber of Huron. They went to a, a sudden-death playoff, and after the first hole, Huber birdied it for the win. So congratulations to Bryn Huber of Huron, your individual state champ. And Allison Meyerink finished a great season. She'll finish uh, runner-up. And this one laced in the gap, left center field, down for a hit. Simpson trying to cut it off. It's going to run the gap, and that'll be a double for Mason Davis. A one-out double for the Tiger right fielder. First hit for Huron since their first hitter of the game. And for the first time today, a runner at second base in scoring position for Huron. The double by Davis. Laced in the left center field. Sibson from center was charging it. Tried to slide to cut it off, off the bounce. Tried to hold Davis to a single. And if he executes the play, that may have happened. Instead, it get, got past Sibson, also got past the left fielder Bates. 
So that uh, led to an easier double for Mason Davis. Here's Logan Leyendecker, first pitch inside for ball one. This one popped up into right field. Staying, waving everybody off. He's got it. Staying on the catch in right field. Not nearly deep enough for the runner to advance to third. So Davis stays at second. Leyendecker is retired for out number two. Two outs, runner at second for Huron center fielder Trace Wentz, their number seven hitter in the order. Wentz 0 for 1, flight out to left back in the third inning. Here's his first pitch. Pitch inside, riding in, nearly clips him for ball one. Bros looking to work around. Really their only uh, jam he's gotten into here this entire ball game. Grounded a third. Again, that's foul. So one and one now the count. You just feel like it's just going to be one hit for either side. It's going to be an air. Going to be a, maybe a misplay in the field somewhere along the line. That might win this, uh, win this one here. Game one of this doubleheader. As we're in the top of the fifth, still no score. Here's the pitch from Bros, swing and a miss. Now at one and two to Wentz. Bros with two strikeouts. Looking to get through five scoreless innings. His pitch count is in great shape, so I think he can probably go a while here. Here's the one-two. This one a weak grounder. Going to be a tough play for Bros. Popping off the mound, and he can't make the play. That'll be an air on Bros. E1. And that will allow Davis to go to third. Runners at the corners with two outs with the second baseman, Brady Feenstra. Tough play off the bat. A slow roller. And Bros popped off the mound, tried to use his glove. And if he bare hands the ball, he probably has a better shot of throwing Wens out at first. He had plenty of time to do so. Just could not make that exchange from glove to hand. As I mentioned, that's what it's going to take to maybe score here in game one, a, a misplay in the field. You want to make the other team earn it. You want to make the other team get that hit. So first air for Mitchell. Here's Feenstra, two on and two out. This one chopped foul. This will go right back to the backstop. And the runner at first, Wentz, he was off with the pitch, trying to steal second, and I would assume there will be no throw with that runner at third base. He can probably steal second. No problem. So let's see if he goes again. Pretty good lead at first here for Trace Wenz. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Does not go. Pitch inside for a ball. At 1-1. One one. Feenstra, the Huron second baseman, 0-1. He popped up to third base back in the third inning. 1-1 pitch here from Blake Bros. Throw with the runner at first, so they're aware of uh, Wenz's speed. But And if you get the hitter, nothing else matters here with two outs. And one run, that's maybe all it will take here this afternoon. 1-1 pitch. This one driven into left field, and that'll score the run. Some two-out hitting for Brady Feenstra, who was not even originally in the lineup. Scores Mason Davis from third, 1-0 Huron. Wenz goes to second, and Feenstra checks in at first base with that run-scoring single. So again, uh, that bros air at first or at uh, on the mound 
extends the inning and leads to a Huron run, the first of the game. Huron leading 1-0, runners at first and second here with two outs, top of five. First pitch of the pitcher, Peterson, is outside for ball one. Strike is called, now 1-1 one one the count. Peterson, the pitcher, he struck out. He's 0-for-1 this afternoon, but he's been dynamite on the mound. Four scoreless innings for Huron. Breaking ball, outer half, called a strike, 1-2. and two. Bros just one pitch away of getting out of the inning, only down one. 1-2 one, pitch, looking for the strikeout, and this one way outside. Now at 2-2. Two and two. You can sense the strikeout, I think, here of Peterson. So maybe get a breaking ball down somewhere in the zone. Here's a 2-2 from Blake. This one way outside. Now at 3-2. and two. You don't want to walk Peterson. He's the pitcher in the number nine hitter. You want to make him make contact. These last couple pitches have been well outside to the Huron lefty. 3-2. Runners will be off first and second with two outs. They'll get a head start. Here's the payoff pitch. Swing and a miss. I think that was probably ball four. Peterson down on strikes the second time this afternoon. Somebody finally scored. It was a Brady Feenstra single to left. Scoring Mason Davis from third. Here on leading Mitchell one to nothing. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning up next. We're back in 90 seconds on KORN. one nothing here on they lead. They scored last half inning. Bottom five. Mitchell now up. Here's the left fielder, Lincoln Bates. He's 0-for-1 with the strikeout. Takes the first pitch low from Jack Peterson. So Mitchell got to score at least one here to tie it up. They've got three innings left to do so as we play seven. 1-0 pitch, left high. Now at 2-0. Ball gets past the pitcher and nearly into center field, so... Nobody uh, advances, nobody on base. Bates, Carter Miller, Landon Waddell. Same three hitters that Peterson saw in the second inning. Retired them in order, three up and three down. The 2-0 is, boy, outer half. They call it a strike. Maybe got part of the plate, looked like it was low nonetheless. So that one a tough break for Bates. Still ahead in the count, though, 2-1. and one. Here's Peterson's pitch. This one inside. That hit will look like grazed the jersey of Bates, so that'll be a hit batter. The second hit batter for Peterson this afternoon. So Lincoln Bates and his speed at first base here leading off the fifth inning. Mitchell down one nothing. Here's Carter Miller. Miller's second baseman, 0-for-1. Popped out to the third baseman. Back in the second inning, we'll see if Mitchell bunts. We have not seen many sacrifice bunts here for Mitchell here during the spring or summer. Uh, we'll see if Miller tries to sacrifice Bates to second. We will see. No bunt shown as of yet. Swinging away, Bates is going to steal second. Throw in time, but he's safe. In feet first, throw from the catcher, Peterson. In time, a little looper. You want to see maybe a little bit more velocity on that uh, throw. But Bates steals second to get in the scoring position. Bates, that's his third stolen base here during the summer. One of Mitchell's leading base stealers back in the spring. So you don't got to worry about the sacrifice here. 0-1, Bates at second, Carter Miller up. Breaking ball left up high at 1-1. One one. 
Again, Mitchell hasn't had many base runners. This is just their fourth base runner of the afternoon. So how does Peterson respond here with runners on base? We really haven't seen that a whole lot this afternoon. Swing and a miss. Carter now at one and two. Pitch low. Good breaking ball from Peterson. He could use a strikeout here. Or a pop-up in the infield. Been plenty of those here today. Looking for a strikeout here at one and two to Carter Miller. This one chopped just foul. Third base side. Still at one and two. But a lot of pitches for both sides. Just pulled foul on that third base side and Waiting for one of them to get through there. Waiting for one of them to go down that left field line for a double. Check of the runner at second. Here's another 1-2 pitch way outside. 2-2. Two two. Miller stays alive. Landon Waddell on deck. The Mitchell first baseman. Mitchell looking to score here from the bottom half of the order. 2-2. Two two. This one chopped. Should have allowed the runner to go to third. Second baseman Feenstra retires Miller on the grounder to second. But a uh, good ground ball gets Bates over to third here with just one out. So a productive out. You ground that ball to the right side of the infield and then you allow the runner Bates to advance to third. Bates at third here for Landon Waddell. 0 for 1. First pitch, called strike. Breaking ball looked like it rode inside for a strike. Infield playing in, you got the shortstop and the second baseman right on the grass. First baseman as well. This one inside, did that hit the feet? That hit the feet of Waddell's. This is the second hit batter. I mean, that hit his foot. You could clearly hear it. I mean, Landon Waddell going to go to first base on a hit batter. That hit his feet before it bounced. It's the second hit batter of the inning, third of the game. Maybe that's how Mitchell's going to score and tie this thing up. A bunch of hit batters. Runners at the corners here for Colin Stang. Big spot here for Stang, the Mitchell right fielder 0 for 1 with a strikeout. Infield continuing to play in. Again, if Stang can get a ball deep enough in the outfield, maybe deep enough to score the speedy Bates at third. Doesn't need to be all that deep. Pitch to Stang inside. They call it a strike. 0-1. So Stang and Schlimgen, the two underclassmen who have not played a whole lot during the spring, getting their chance here early on in the summer. More games. You need some more depth here during the summer heat. Big spot here for the 8-9 and nine hitters. Bunt is shown. Squeeze play is on, but that's going to go foul first base side as Bates comes home. Stang did his job. He got the bunt. Uh, he got it down, but it was not fair. They were going with uh, kind of a suicide squeeze. Bates was going before that uh, that bunt was down. So if, if Stang could have just made that ball stay fair, Bates would have scored easily. Mitchell trying to tie it up here at one. That's uh, one of the more exciting plays, the squeeze, suicide squeeze, safety squeeze here at one and two to Stang. Bunt likely off here. Pitches high at two and two. And bunt likely off with two strikes. You don't want to bunt it foul with two strikes. That would be a strikeout. So Mitchell's best shot to tie this game 
right here. After giving up one run in the top of the fifth, they've got runners at the corners with one out here in the bottom of the fifth. 2-2 pitch. Pitch outside. Now Peterson in danger of walking, staying. And that would load him up for the catcher, Schlimgen. And for Peterson, all you got to do is throw a strike and make Stang swing the bats. So 3-2. Here's the pitch to Stang. Runner goes. Fly ball center field. Going to drop in for a hit. Runner's going to go to third. They're going to get him out at third base. Oh, he's going to drop the ball. Are you kidding me? Oh, my. So that should be an RBI single. Looked like for sure they were going to get Waddell going to third base, but the third baseman, Wenzel, dropped the ball. Little blooper. Cowan staying with a big hit. RBI single for staying, and Bates scores, and we're tied at one apiece. A perfectly placed little blooper. A Texas League single in the center. And Stang didn't hit it very hard, but he didn't need to. Right over the head of the second baseman and right in front of the Huron center fielder, Wenz. Bates scores easily from third, and we're tied at one. Here in the bottom of the fifth as Mitchell continues here with what runners it. It's, I think Stang got to second on the play, so runners at second and third. The Huron center fielder Wenz threw to third base to Wenzel, and Waddell was out by a good 10 feet. He didn't even slide, but he was in there safe because Wenzel just dropped the ball. It was right around the bag, so that was a big miscue defensively. This one popped up. It'll be out of play. Here for the uh, catcher, Eston Schlimgen. Schlimgen had a single back in the third, looking to produce a run here. And just over an hour in, just after 6 o'clock here at Cadwell Park. Runners at second and third for Schlimgen. Infield continues to play in, just gets a piece of it. Fouls it straight back into the netting. Again, the game may be decided right here. And a lot of, more so in Major League Baseball, a lot of managers hold off their closer or best pitcher for the later innings. Well, the game's decided right here in the fifth. This one fouled again straight back off the bat of Slimgen. Just underneath it. Just got to square those pitches up from Peterson. Excuse me. Peterson. Yeah, Peyton Mandel on deck. As Mitchell will go back to the top of the order here. They've had three base runners this inning, a couple of hit batters, and that single from Colin Stang. Here's the 0-2. Just want a fly ball. Should be plenty deep enough to score the run. Left fielder underneath it. Decker Mitchell takes a 2-1 lead. Sacrifice fly from Schlimgen. Scores Waddell from third. And just like that, Mitchell, they take the lead for the first time this afternoon. 2-1. Stang stays at second. So here's Peyton Mandel, the Mitchell leadoff hitter. He's 0-2. 2-1, Mitchell in front, bottom five, no scoring in the first four innings, all three runs here in the fifth. Another pitch in there for strike one. And Peterson, I, it was a slider or what it is, he starts off those right-handed hitters with that pitch coming inside, and they call it a strike. It is a strike. 
Here's the 0-1 pitch. Checked his swing, outer half. Did he go? I don't know. He did not. They appealed to the umpire at second, Lloyd Jones, and Jones says nope. Mandel checked his swing on that pitch outside. So one and one now the count here to Peyton Mandel. Looking for a run-producing hit. This one popped up to the shortstop. Hofer barely has to move, and he makes the catch on the dirt. So big hit for Colin Stang and a sacrifice fly for Schlimgen. The eight and nine hitters give Mitchell the lead. Two runs, one hit, two hit batters, runner left at second. We're through five. Mitchell leading here on two to one. We're back in 90 seconds on KORN. Finally have some runs, took five innings to do so, but Mitchell leading here on two to one. All those runs coming last inning. We go to the top of the sixth. The Blake Bros out there for Mitchell. Starting his sixth inning of work. Top of the order here is Ethan Bush, the first baseman. Gives this a ride to deep right field. Sting's got to go back on it. Oh, he made a catch. Look at Sting on his horse over his head. If that goes over his head, that's at least a double for Bush. Boy, Sting. Nice job, Callan Sting in right field. Stuck the glove up and made the catch over his head. Boy, that, that was a, a potential game saver and run saver right there. Sure, tired Bush here as we start the sixth inning. Stang making a uh, case here for player of the game. Here's a pop-up. This is the right side of the infield. Second baseman Miller underneath it. He makes the catch, and that retires the catcher, Peterson. So two outs on two pitches. Here's Colby Hofer, the shortstop. And what I always say is when the first two guys get out on two pitches, there is absolutely no chance that Hofer is swinging at this pitch because you do not want him to go three up and three down on three pitches. No chance Hofer swings at this pitch. He does, swing and a miss for strike one. You never want to go three pitches in the inning. Nearly happened there, but uh, Hofer not able to make contact. Bros looking to get that offense right back out there. Here's pitch number four of the inning. Hofer pops it up. Bros popping off the mound, makes the catch, and that's it. Can't get much better than that. Three up and three down. It takes Blake Bros all of four pitches to get through the inning. Bottom six up next. We'll see if Mitchell can add some insurance runs. Leading two to one. You're listening to Mitchell Baseball on QRN. First pitch swinging for Parker Mandel. He drives this one in the gap in right center field, and Davis can't make the play. That'll run to the wall. That's a leadoff triple for Parker Mandel. The Mitchell DH is Mitchell. That is just there. Third hit of the ball game comes in a big spot as they look to add some runs here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Mandel laces that to right center all the way to the wall for a leadoff triple. Here's Solik through the gap in center field, and that'll score Mandel from third. So just like that, two pitches, and Mitchell lead, or adds to the lead up here, three to one. Mandel scores after that triple to right. Dylan Solik with the RBI. Dylan has reached base all three times this afternoon. Two singles, a hit batter, and now an RBI. Mitchell now up uh, Three to one. Mitchell up three to one. Here's still nobody out for Carter Sibson. 
Simpson takes the pitch outside, gets away from the catcher, throw to second. Solik's going to swipe second, and the throw goes into center field. He's going to stay there. Solik, a pretty aggressive base runner. But Solik now at second base here with uh, still nobody out. Feels like a 3-1 lead. Feels like Mitchell's going to add to it here in the bottom of the sixth. Let's see if Blake Bros. I'm sure he'll go out, try to complete this game in seven innings. So Solik at second for Sibson. Pitches outside. That's a wild pitch. And now Solik going to go to third. Second time in the three times that Solik's been on base that he's stolen second and then ended up taking third. In the first inning, he just stole third outright. This time he advances on the wild pitch. So 2-0 the count here to Sibson with Solik now at third base. Pitch inside nearly hits the Mitchell center fielder. And it's now a 3-1 count. It's been a very clean game for both sides, and there has not been a walk given up all afternoon. This is the first walk of the ball game. Both pitchers have been outstanding. Sibson walks his first time on base tonight. First three Mitchell hitters of the sixth have reached base. Solik at third, Sibson at first. Now here's Lincoln Bates. He's 0 for 1. Bates was just grazed on the jersey last inning, led off the fifth, and ended up coming around to score to tie it up at one apiece. Infield playing in for Huron. This one lined in the left field. That'll drop in for a hit. Solik scores from third. RBI single for Bates. Fourth straight hitter to reach. Mitchell now extends her lead here to 4-1. to one. Took a while for the offense to get going, but finally it did. Runs coming in bunches right now. Two runs in the fifth, two more in the sixth. Mitchell leading 4-1, to one, still with two runners on and nobody out. Carter Miller coming up next. We'll quick, uh, take a quick timeout. We're back in one minute on KORN. Carter Miller now up, takes a first pitch outside and high for ball one. Miller the fifth man up already in the inning for Mitchell. Two runs in this inning, still nobody out. First and second for Mitchell here, leading 4-1, to one, bottom six. Pitch outside here to Miller, does not offer now at 2-0. Again, a really good game on the mound for Huron pitcher Jack Peterson is Huron starts to warm, uh, warm up somebody here in the right field corner. But uh, things just got away from Peterson here. A couple of hard hit line drives to the outfield. Miller, a check swing. That goes foul third base side. So now at 2-1 and one with the count. Parker Mandel jumped on the first pitch of the inning, laced it to right center field for a triple. One pitch later, Dylan Solik drove him in with a single to center to make it 3-1. to one. Carter Sibson then had a walk, and then Lincoln Bates with a single to left to make it 4-1 to one. Mitchell, scoring Solik from third. Miller again pulls this one wide of the bag at third. Foul ball down the left field line. Now at 2-2 two and two the count. Miller, Waddell, and Stang all should hit here this inning. Could be a big inning for Mitchell. Again, you want to add as many runs as you can here because you're just three outs away from victory. 4-1. This pitch outside now at 3-2. and two. Again, we saw last week on Tuesday, a Legion season opener. I think it was 8-4. Mitchell led in the seventh, and here on Harrisburg came back to score three. Mitchell hung on to win, though, 8-7. So you add on it many, as many runs as you can. 
Breaking ball just misses. Close pitch, but Miller with the walk. Peterson now with two walks in the inning. He's given up three hits. Bases loaded. So this game, the final score may not be indicative of just how close this game was here for uh, for most of five and a half innings. First five hitters have reached for Mitchell. Here's Landon Waddell. Bases loaded. Still nobody out. And that first pitch breaking ball at Peterson usually goes to in for a strike. So he's getting strike one. That's not been an issue here this inning. Infield in here for Huron. 0-1 pitch. Waddell with a swing and a miss. Now at 0-2. And one more hit for Mitchell. And 5-1, to 6-1 to one may put this one out of reach. So Peterson needs to get through this inning here just down three to give himself a shot in the seventh. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Landon Waddell down on strikes. That's out number one. Now here's the right fielder, Colin Stang. Again, Stang had the big hit last inning to tie the game at one. His single ended up scoring Lincoln Bates from third. First pitch to Stang. Pitch inside, nearly hits him for ball one. And then Stang in the uh, top of the inning made a great catch over his head in right field. That ended up uh, robbing... Huron of at least a double. This pitch into deep left field, maybe enough to sacrifice fly him in. Out number two, left fielder with the catch, sacrifice fly, and two runs driven in for Colin Stang. Sack fly scores Sibson from third. So that's the third run of the inning. 5-1 Mitchell here with two on and two outs. Two sacrifice flies here this afternoon for Mitchell. Last one was last inning by the catcher Schlimgen. Schlimgen in that number nine spot, singled in the third, and a sacrifice fly last inning. He's now up here with two outs and two on. First pitch from Peterson in the dirt outside for ball one. Game two coming up next. First pitch should just be after 7 o'clock if you want to come on out to Cadwell Park this evening for game two. Pitch way outside, now at 2-0. This by far has been the roughest inning for Peterson. Peterson approaching 100 pitches, now at 92. Nearing 20 pitches this just this inning. The 2-0 is up high, now 3-0 to Schlimgen. Peterson in danger of walking his third hitter this inning. If he does, it will load him up for Peyton Mandel. And Schlimgen can be patient here with a 3-0 count. Runner steals third, pitches right down the middle for strike one. It'll be a straight steal of third by Lincoln Bates. So Bates steals third. Now runners at the corners for Mitchell with two outs. Infield back at normal depth here for Huron with two outs. 2-1 pitch, this one chopped foul, straight back. So 3-2, runners can go with the pitch. Carter Miller at first, 
And then you got Bates at third. Three runs already in the inning, looking for at least one more here. Five to one as we head to the seventh. Here's the payoff pitch. This one a high fly ball, well foul to deep left field. One of the deeper fly balls we've seen to left this afternoon. In the top of the seventh for Huron, they'll bring up their four, five, six hitters, Wenzel Davis and Lendecker. Those three gentlemen are a combined one for six this afternoon with a double and run scored. That from Davis. Here's another 3-2 from Peterson. This one popped up into shallow right field. Could be trouble. Right fielder on Davis to make the catch. Big inning for Mitchell as eight hitters come up. The first five reach. Three hits, two walks. They leave two runners on. Three runs for Mitchell. As we go to the top of the seventh and final inning, Mitchell leading here on 5-1. to one. Mitchell just three outs away from a 7-1 start here to the Legion season. We're back in 90 seconds on KORN. Mitchell Post 18 Legion Baseball on this Tuesday evening. I'm Travis Crin. just uh, coming up on 6.30, about 90 minutes into this one. Mitchell looking to wrap it up here in the top of the seventh. Mitchell leading here on 5-1. to one. We were scoreless through four. Lane Wenzel, first pitch is low here from Bros. This one, a little chopper up the middle. A diving stop from Solik. He can't uh, make the throw, though. So keeps it in the infield. Can't quite get the uh, ball out of the glove cleanly. So an infield single here for Lane Wenzel. His first hit to uh, keep Huron alive here and maybe get something going for Huron. Huron started the scoring with one run in the fifth. Mitchell would answer with two runs in the bottom half. And then three more insurance runs for Mitchell last half inning in the sixth. That's how we got to 5-1. to one. Here's Mason Davis at a double. This one a high fly ball. Deep right field. Staying going back on it. He'll make the catch. Staying on the catch on the back pedal. That retires Davis for out number one. Wenzel stays at first. Logan Leindecker, he's 0 for 2. He steps in with a runner at first. If Blake Bros can end this game, this would be quite the, quite the gem for him. He is at 72 pitches right now. And excuse me, swing, foul, first base side here for Leindecker. Bros with six and a third innings, giving up one unearned run. Has not walked a hitter. Has not had many three-ball counts to my memory. Given up four hits. Has struck out three on 73 pitches. 51 for strikes. Here's a fly ball. Staying going towards the line. That'll fall for a single. That'll allow the runner to go from first to third. Throw comes in, and Huron's going to score. Runner goes all the way to third base. And we're not done yet here at 5-2. to two. Wenzel scores all the way from first base. Leyendecker credit him with a single. And then some extra bases. That fell just inside the line, right field side. And staying through all the way to third, almost got Wenzel, but then the throw got past Peyton Mandel at third, and that allowed Wenzel to go all the way home. 
And so Weyendecker, a single, turns into him standing at third here with one out. And here's a wild pitch, going to score the run from third, and just like that, it's 5-3. to three. Like I said, so, so important to score as many runs as you can because that seventh inning seems to be so tough. So Decker, he scores two runs already in quick fashion. It's now 5-3 to three here on Not Done Yet. Mitchell looking to cling here to a two-run lead. 1-0 pitch here to Trace Wentz. Two runs, two outs to go. Here's a hopper up the middle. This one hits the mound and goes into center field. Three singles in the inning for Huron. Here brings up Brady Feenstra. Huron had three hits in the first six innings. And now they've had three hits just here in the seventh. You never know what's going to happen. As Bros tries to wrap this one up, a double play would do it. Here's Brady Feenstra, the second baseman, eighth place hitter. First pitch is inside, nearly hits him. 1-0. and Again, on that play from Stang, a couple of pitches ago, you like to see him probably throw to second, keep that runner at first base in that instance. Here's the 1-0 pitch from Bros. Nope, he'll go to first. Waddell pops off the bag to keep that here in the infield. So if Bros can retire the 8-9 and nine hitters, he'll be good to go for a 5-3 victory, but easier said than done. This one, third base. Let's see if they just get the one out. They're going to go to second for the force out. Relay to first, not quite in time, so Huron has one out to go. A 5-4 putout gets wins at second base. Good play by the third baseman, Peyton Mandel. And Feenstra, he'll reach on the 5-4 fielder's choice at second base. So Feenstra at first. Last chance here is the pitcher, Jack Peterson. Potential tie run here at first as Bros steps off the mound. Bros has gotten Peterson twice this afternoon, both on strikeout. So looking uh, to strike him out here and wrap up this game would be a 5-3 Mitchell victory with the runner at first. This one a grounder to Carter Miller at second, and that will be the ball game. A 4-3 put out. Huron made it interesting in the, in the seventh, but Mitchell wins here 5-3. In the top of the seventh inning. Here on, they score two runs on a uh, three singles and leave uh, a runner at first base. Mitchell improves here to seven and one during the Legion season. They have now won five games in a row and got game two coming up next year just after seven o'clock. Post game show up next. We'll wrap it up. We're back in one minute on KORN. A 5-3 Mitchell victory as the Mitchell Post 18 defeats Huron Post 7 here for the second time in the last three days. Again, these teams did play in Rapid City on uh, Saturday morning. Mitchell ended up winning that 7-1. And uh, Mitchell scored four runs on Saturday to turn a 3-1 lead into a 7-1 lead. And pretty similar here this afternoon. Mitchell, they were up 2-1 after five. And then Mitchell scored, uh, ended up scoring uh, three runs in that uh, sixth inning, and they, they needed all of those runs as uh, Huron. They score twice in the seventh on three singles to make it interesting, but Mitchell holds on 
for the 5-3 to three victory. Player of the game, I'd say you go with uh, the, the pitcher, Blake Bros. Bros gets his first win of the season in his first start. Goes all seven innings, gives up uh, three runs. Two of them were earned. Three strikeouts, no walks, and six hits there for Bros. He gave up six hits, but three of them uh, were in the seventh inning. So let's give it to uh, Blake Bros, player of the game. Does uh, seven full innings on 79 pitches. 56 for strikes. Offensively uh, for Mitchell, Dylan Solick, he reached base all three times. He was two for two with the run scored. Also drove in a run and was hit. So that's how Solick could reach base three times. Then some production from the eight and nine hitters here for Mitchell. Number eight hitter, Colin Stang, the right fielder. He was one for two, had two RBIs on the afternoon. Uh, Stang had a big single in the fifth. That ended up uh, tying the game at one apiece. And then he had a sacrifice fly in the sixth uh, to give Mitchell a 5-1 to one lead at the time. And then Mitchell's catcher, uh, Easton Schlimgen, in that nine hole, uh, he had a single back in the third inning, and he also had a sacrifice fly in the fifth. That ended up giving Mitchell the lead at the time, 2-1. to one. So staying in Schlimgen, some underclassmen that we're going to hear more about in the coming years getting a chance to play here in game one versus Huron, and uh, delivering both of them had singles and both of them had sacrifice flies. So uh, when your eight and nine hitters can get you a couple hits and drive in three runs, uh, that's a good day there from the bottom of the order. Game two coming up next. You can come on out and watch it here at Cadwell Park at 7 o'clock. Mitchell at Renner tomorrow for a single game. That'll be at 5 o'clock on the north side of Sioux Falls. Then our coverage continues here of Mitchell Post-18 Legion Baseball all summer long. Only place to hear it here in Mitchell is on KORN. We'll be back Sunday at 1 o'clock as Mitchell takes on the Aberdeen Smitties for that doubleheader. Pre-game show starting at 1245. We will bring you game one versus Aberdeen on Sunday. Mitchell rolling here through the first week of the season, now at 7-1. and one. They defeat Huron for the second time already in the summer with a 5-3 victory. I'm Travis Krenz. We'll see you back here at the ballpark Sunday afternoon on KORN. You've been listening to KORN News Radio sports coverage of Mitchell Baseball on KORN News Radio FM 1013, AM 1490, and online at KORNradio.com. Coverage of Mitchell Baseball on KORN was brought to you by Hearing Plus, Runnings Farm and Fleet, Avera Health Central Office, Aurora Cooperative, Iverson Chrysler Center of Mitchell and Huron, First Dakota National Bank, and by Poets. Coverage of Mitchell Baseball was brought to you by KORN and its advertisers. No rebroadcast in whole or in part may be made without the written permission of NedVed Media, LLC. You've been listening to coverage of Mitchell Baseball on KORN News Radio FM 1013, AM 1490, KORN Mitchell, a division of NedVed Media, LLC.